Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, cool. Record on here, though. Oh, I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Can you see it being recorded? Yeah, I can. Okay. So then we can, yeah, we can cut pieces. I think I'm okay with cutting pieces. All right. I'm totally better at cutting pieces rather than doing it one straight shot. Like, I can't. Okay. How's your day? It's good. (laughs) I just told PP that we're doing a podcast, and she was like, I feel like it's going to be you guys laughing and inside (laughs) jokes that no one understands. So I was like, I can also see that happening. Did she ask? I think I told, oh, like, I told Katie, and then Katie was like, what's it about? And then I was like, um dating (laughs) wait I think it's a good topic yeah I was like it's both it's fresh both it's fresh in our minds yeah and it's so relatable it's a great topic also we talk about it for so long anyway (laughs) now we just gotta document it yeah yeah um okay well that's great so okay we need to do intros Welcome to our first podcast. This is um, Stacy and Adrian starting off. <laughs> um, <laughs> who would like to kick us off? Um, I'm Adrian. I'm 24 years old, turning 25 um, in March. I am born and raised in Southern California. Uh, I went to Davis for school, moved to Seattle for two years. Um, and during work from home, I came back to SoCal with my family, currently with my family now, um, working at Amazon, uh, Corp Life. Yep. Okay, great. You know, when I was listening to a podcast, they were like, I wrote this question down because I wanted to ask you, um, you are a well-known person in my sphere. For folks who don't know you, what does it mean to be you? Isn't that such a great way of wording it? Okay. I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh, I didn't <laughs> that. What does it, what mean, does to it mean to be me? Um what it means to be me. Gosh, you caught me off guard. <laughs> no. I think this one was yeah. Okay. Like I think this one just go I think you said a lot of good things about yourself that helps people understand like who you are or what you do. Um so I think that's a good gist of it. But so for me, I'm Stacy. I am 24. Um, I am also from Southern California. I went to Davis. That's where I met Adrian. Um, (laughs) And then I went to Seattle for work. Somehow Adrian followed me like unexpectedly. She followed me. And so we've been in or we were in Seattle for I don't know what two years together. And then she decided to move back down because of quarantine. And I am still up here in Seattle. I work at Amazon as a financial analyst. And I think it's been, yeah, I guess two and a half years since I've been here. Well, then we have like the same intro. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Wait, what's that? You're so- Adrian has a dog. I don't have a dog. <laughs> I like little kids. Adrian doesn't. Stacey's from Alhambra. I'm from Walnut. <laughs> what else are we different about? Um. I'm in finance. Did I mention that? I'm in P&L. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, you know what? We're, we're very the same, but um, our dating life is still the same, too. <laughs> Single on hinge. Single on hinge. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, okay, so to start. Um, so we got a few questions from our subscribers. <laughs> We had a few popular questions from our subscribers and I sorted it all out to see what was the most popular question. So we're going to just start off with like, so, okay. So today's topic is dating. We're going to talk about dating because we're both in that life stage. We're 24. We're, we'll talk about this, but we're both single. Like we're both on hinge. Um, and we've had a few experiences this past year or so. Um, and we just wanted to talk about it sort of as a way to document um, where we're at in our 24s, where we see dating. Um, and then one, have this be a, like, let's look back in a few huh, months or years and see if anything <laughs> has changed. Um, so that's sort of where our topic of dating came from. Anything to add? Um, no, I think you're right. We're both in that stage of our lives where I think we've been through a lot of like puppy love relationships and we're entering the phase of like self-discovery and I'm really actually trying to find a partner that is compatible with me. Um, so it's really a big piece of our lives right now. So we definitely wanted to talk about it. Yeah. And I also, I also want to add <laughs> Adrian and I both got COVID and during our COVID period, uh, that's when we sort of, um, like actually got into one listening to podcasts and two um, asking each other questions and like learning more about each other that we didn't think that we would learn about. Um, so this is sort of a way for us to one, learn about each other still and two process our thoughts together. Um, and we thought that a podcast would be a really cool way to start. Yes. So got to enter that. Um, okay, cool. So to start uh, the first, qu the first question being sort of, just an intro to dating. What's your history of dating relationship and uh, where are you now? Okay. So currently I am single, dating around. I am on dating apps, uh, which is probably the only form of dating any anyone has right now if you're single. Um, my most recent relationship probably ended, gosh, like eight months ago. Um, and that was probably like a year long or so around there, um, which was in Seattle. Prior to that, I was in like a two-year relationship in college. Um, uh, and uh, been on dating apps for probably three months now, uh, probably like end of 2020. Um, yeah. So this dating scene is really new. Like meeting this, yes. meeting strangers is very new. Yeah. I think my previous SOs have all been non-strangers. Like I know from school, from mutual friends. Um, and this is the first time in my life where I'm dating people I don't know. And I would say also dating people more slowly and not like, jumping into things really quickly. That's a good point to add. Yeah. <laughs> why do we, why do we share the same stories? <laughs> um, so to start for my end too, like, I think all throughout college, like I uh, was in a relationship, right? Three different relationships. So sort of 
going back to that. Um, and I think it was in my last relationship was probably two years ago when I first moved up to Seattle and um, I just recently started. I actually joined last July. I joined the dating field last July. That's actually when I made a hinge. Um, and um, yeah, so that's where I've, wow, what the heck? It's been like seven months. That's a long time. It's, it's been longer than I feel oh. like. Yeah, I thought I just made it recently too. For 2020 April Fools, Stacey told me that she downloaded a hinge. That's how I know she <laughs> did not have a hinge since in April. Yeah. So. I, I actually made one in July. Like my friend Katie was like, let's make one. And I was like, no, I don't want to make one. Like I have so much work to do. This is on the least my not on my priority list and then that night we had a blackout in my house so in LA there was a blackout no electricity and I was like okay I guess I'm not working so I ended up making a hinge that night so it's because of that blackout I actually made one thank you blackout yeah thank you blackout now here I am (laughs) still single Um, (laughs) okay so at 24 what's your definition of dating like I think that's so new to us like Mm. same so same thing like you I've never dated a stranger I've always dated my actually really good friends. Therefore, I lost all my really good friends. Um, so we ran out of that pool and now we're going to go with strangers. So um, at 24, <laughs> what's your definition of dating and how, what does that look like to you? 24. I think at 24, um, dating for me is probably trying to find someone really compatible with like who I want to be and is probably in the same chapter of life as I am, which is like just starting out in my career or figuring themselves out and can not hold me back from that probably Uh, versus before maybe when I was like 20, it was just dating like who's like the cutest or who (laughs) is gonna have the most fun with me you know like who's gonna make who makes me laugh a lot Mm. um even in my previous relationship like that was probably like oh my god he makes me laugh so much versus now it's like okay yeah that's nice but like uh like are you going to like check off all these other boxes you know uh so definitely I guess a stronger sense of what I know uh and way less on like I can't waste my time anymore (laughs) yeah okay I I echo that um oh shoot you were saying something and I was thinking yeah I forgot what I was gonna say to your comment um oh I still prioritize funny and I can't help it I like love humor so dang it I'm still not mature in that sense but I do agree that there is like a lot more to that and like I think how what what I define dating at 24 right now that I recognize is like it's asking a lot of questions like back and forth like in the beginning it's Mm -hmm. it's it's literally just conversations of questions it's not how are you doing because we don't like that question it's more like hey like (laughs) what do you like to do for fun or like what is um what's your new year's resolution right when that time came and like or like just asking back and forth questions is actually what I think dating looks like in my head right now. Yeah, that is a really good point. I was thinking about that the other day. And like, I realized that to be good at online dating, you have to be really good at asking questions. 
um, yeah, which is not a so skill true. everyone has. And it's definitely not something I realized until I started online dating. And maybe like COVID has a little bit to do with it because you just don't have as many opportunities to meet people in person. Um, because I think via text, you have to be much more intentional about like, I have to keep this conversation going. Yeah. Um, and you read it, which I think is different than like hearing it. It's much like more formal in that sense. Um, so you have, that's definitely a skill that you have to master for online dating. I, yeah. yeah, for sure. I think we're both, that's what we love doing with each other. Now we expect our, whoever we date to also do that with us. Um, so yeah. with the dates that you've talked to on Hinge, like what are the things that you consider before saying yes? And have you said no before? <laughs> how many times have you said yes? And how many times have you said no? Okay. That. I think my answer will be different in a couple of months. Okay. (laughs) Because one, I'm really new (laughs) to online dating, Mm. three months probably. And uh, I think right now I'm in the phase of like, I'm going to say yes, because uh, first dates are always really uncomfortable. And I want to be able to overcome that discomfort. So I, mm. I'm intentionally placing myself in these uncomfortable situations to build that skill. Um, so even if I'm like, not 100% like invested in someone or like, um, might not be like, I'm head over heels for you. Yeah, I'll, I'll say yes. Um, as long as I don't think you're creepy or a killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because I think it's a skill that I definitely want to grow. So uh, I don't have too much criteria right now, but I imagine <laughs> everybody like, asked her like, out. She's going to say yes. <laughs> I think in like a couple of months, I'll definitely like pick up more things about like, okay, I have, I'm building my list of like, I want this in my SO. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I've built the skill that I'm looking to build. So I'm going to start like, you know, crossing off the list. Yeah. And I think to add, like to share Adrienne's experience, like tomorrow she's going out on a, on a super fancy, like rooftop date, rooftop date. And like, it's probably makes me maybe like, if that was me, it'd probably make me like 5% uncomfortable just because of how fancy it is. Right. Like, why am I doing this on the first date? But I do think that our mentality is more like, let's have this experience. Let's do this experience with this person who's not creepy. Um, And then like, let's learn from that. Like in the future, if I really don't like these fancy rooftop dates with small plates as a, as a first date, then I'll know like to suggest something else, but you won't know that until you like go through that experience. So I'm with you on the experience part. Um, I think, um, I think something else is I'm trying, I think I'm meeting a lot of different types of guys from different fields. Because you and I both come from corporate in Seattle, where everyone is from Amazon. And it's literally a bubble. Um, versus right now I'm in LA and I'm meeting like guys that work in Hollywood, that are at startups. Apparently there's like 50 million startups. And these guys call themselves CEOs. And president. <laughs> but, like, they call themselves <laughs> CEO and president. Yeah. So like, literally like, so many different fields and it's super interesting to like meet them in person 
and hear about their worlds. Um, it's definitely like a network in a sense, but also mm -hmm. like exposing yourself to uh, like different types of careers and realizing like, wow, there's like so many different things that people live throughout like their yeah. careers. That's so different from mine. So, so that's different. one more thing. Yeah, yeah I do think. enjoy also hearing the experience of the creative people that you uh, date. <laughs> I think they're really interesting. Um, and then, so to add on that, um, one, yes, like I think our our biggest thing with like before saying yes to a date is like, yes, are you safe, right? Like, does the person seem creepy? Do you have any mutual friends? Like send your friend your location. Like, I think that happened with us and like, that was good. I think your friends can totally check in on you during a date and that's, yeah. And you should like after like two, three hours, like, Hey, you okay? Do you need me to call? <laughs> um, we don't take that offer because we like the date, but like, <laughs> but like, it's good to know that someone else is, knowing that you're somewhere else with someone that you've never met. So just like safety first. Yeah. yeah. And then the other thing that I wanted to add that I've also recognized myself is just like, I want to just get to know this person in person. If the opportunity exists like sooner rather than later, um, just cause it's like, if we're going to text back and forth for like a week, um, I won't really know until I meet you. So why not just meet you on the weekend on that weekend and then we can figure out yes or no compatible. Um, so I think, yeah, I, I actually say yes to someone like probably like three to four days after talking. Um, and I think for one of the guys that I've also talked on hinge, I was like, let's just video call. Like if we can't meet right now, like let's just video call this weekend to like figure out whether I'm wasting my time texting or not. So like, that's another thing to add. Yeah. That's, for sure true and I wonder if like guys feel the same way too because I realized that guys ask out very quickly Ray says that too uh that guys tend to do they're that. quick he's qu yeah Ray was like they're like after one or two days you're like hey do you want to grab a drink and there's no like safety component that they have to think of did he say why they're like quick about it is it what you said like I don't want to waste my time no, more so like the safety component. I think with girls, like you have to like uh, slowly talk to them and then like get some interest and then ask them out. But then I think for guys, they're very chill about just like meeting and then mm. yes or no, but not sure. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've always wondered that. Yeah. Okay. So uh, this question wasn't in there, but I wanted to also ask like for Hinge, like what has been that Hinge experience right now? Like how many guys have there been? Like how many dates have you been on? Um, have you fell in love? <laughs> um, my experience, I don't know how, what do you mean by like how many guys have there been? Like how many matches I've had? No, more so like what, what were the, how many was, how many would you say are significant enough that to know their name, to remember their name? <laughs> Is that bad? <laughs> um, gosh, maybe like seven or eight. Okay. Um, I have gone on three dates now, going okay. on one tomorrow and one on the weekend. So if okay. you count those five. Um, I don't think I've been in love. I've been head over heels for some of them. One of them. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's love though. Uh, yeah. yeah, we can get into that. Okay, cool. Later, but yeah. 
Okay, I think for me, um, yeah, I've had Hinge since July. I talked to a guy in the summer that I got really invested in. And that actually made me realize like, whoa, I can actually like someone via Hinge, via text. Like that was probably my most like um, interesting learning. Dang it, I was going to share that down there, but that came up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, so talked. So I think my significant guys that I would count are three I want to say three and then I've been on two dates and then with one of them starting as virtual yeah okay okay so where is your ideal first date if you had 100% control so ideal first date I I thought about this question and I think my answer has is a little bit influenced by the fact that I'm going to a fancy place tomorrow. But I think ideally, like, it's probably something casual. So there's less pressure for both of us. Um, mm, that's good. I pressure. feel like I'm a person that enjoys, like, really simple pleasures. Um, I, I mean, if you think about it, like, if you didn't grow up, in Beverly Hills going to like bougie restaurants all the time even if you go with your friends or your family there's going to be a level of discomfort like I don't belong here Mm. and so placing yourself into that situation on a first date is going to be uncomfortable so ideally it would be something casual like um easy food, not too cheap, under $20 per person or $20. Yeah. Um, And I would say, so my first date pitch is to do an activity. Um, I have pitched a lot of the time to (laughs) cook or go hiking um, because I feel like you get to see the person doing something really like intimate day to day so you can see how they act in that situation it's like a sneak preview um of how they are like normally um and if it is uncomfortable or like you guys run out of things to talk about there's awkward silences you can fill it with like the activity like (laughs) look at the tree (laughs) walking (laughs) um so yeah definitely an activity and I think uh, if it goes well, then like following with like something easy, like boba or like mm. a sandwich. I don't know. Yeah. That's okay. probably my ideal first date. And where has your first dates been? So since it's COVID majority of them have been in parks, um, which, <laughs> um, I've been on two dates that have been in parks. One of them is really <laughs> uncomfortable, um, because, it was my first, like, date ever, first first date ever with a mm-hmm. stranger. Um, I was super nervous, um, but the second time, I think it was more comfortable, and it was over lunch, um, and you sit with them face-to-face, and it's much yeah. easier to talk to someone that way. Um, my third one was at his house where we were supposed to cook, but all the food was sold out because it was the day before Valentine's Day, and <laughs> so we ended up just eating. And that was really nice. I think out of the three that I've been on, that was probably my favorite first date because Mm. 
um, I felt like it was a really good environment to ask him questions, to get to know him. It wasn't distracting because yeah. uh, it's loud or like there are people around. It's much more like intimate and you can really like get to know them a lot better. So that was probably my favorite one. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's like a little bit surprising because they're all, that one also wasn't an activity. Like the ones that you have been on a date on aren't an activity. Yeah. That's yeah. true. So maybe when you get to the activity thing, let me know how that goes. Um, <laughs> I think for me, like, I am actually, my first date, how I imagine is not an activity. Like, I actually just want to sit with them and for two hours, let's get a drink and just talk. Like, I, I get to, um, if I'm like walking and talking with a person or like doing something and still trying to get to know them, like, I think I get too distracted by like external things. And like, if I go to a restaurant, like it's too loud. Um, mm-hmm. So I get too distracted. So I think I just prefer like, <laughs> I say this, but I'm like, I just want to go to optimism and then get a cider and we can sit there and talk and then see how that vibes. And if it goes well, then we can go do an activity together versus like the other way around. So I think that is my ideal first. Um, okay. In my head, I used to think that I want to go on a picnic, like, but I realized <laughs> like a picnic is honestly too romantic. Like it, you cannot start off like that. So. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was, Interesting. I'm just going to start with like, let's go get a drink or like. What has oh. been your best first date so far? That's a really great question. Um, so yeah, my first date that I ever went with on anyone his name was Maxwell I'm just gonna say the names um and we went to optimism and we talked for a really long time and it was probably one of my first it was one of the best dates actually like it was just like talking uh getting to know each other questions like he was really good at it I was really good at it um and it was just and there was humor and there was banter and he was really sweet and then we also went to go get soju after to like continue the day and I didn't want to go, but I left. But yeah, that was a really good first date. Um, I think it was just like the conversation. So one, I have two questions. One, do you think your ideal first date is influenced by your date with Maxwell, like Mm -hmm. your answer? And two, if it is, then if you went on this optimism date and this guy didn't have good conversation, like would like what would you do like I feel like it would be your ideal first date location and everything is right yeah (laughs) but it's just that piece that you had with Maxwell was missing yeah I do think that like it's just conversations for me as the first date is like very important like conversations where we're getting to know each other so like whatever setting that is not distracting to do that like I'm all for that um did I think Maxwell influenced what I see in a first date yeah that was a good first date bar to have for me like I don't have any yeah I think I think that was good my so my second date was my second first date that was not virtual was on my couch (laughs) (laughs) was in my house and I so we're going to yeah um yeah I this is what I learned but like um I get yeah the house isn't a great place to start (laughs) my first date experience just because I think there is a physical touch component to it 
um, where I do like physical touch in a partner. This is sounds really weird. Um, but I rather just focus on the conversation as a first date there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah, you, you were at his house, <laughs> but I, I guess. know physical doesn't, physical touch is my last one though. Like, okay. I yeah. think, I think after my, that third date where I went to his house, I realized that now I only want to physical touch with someone that I am truly like, I like you. That was um, not your mentality. The first time you started dating. I know. That, <laughs> that was going to be the next part of my story. I was going to say, if this were me in college, it it was, I didn't, I didn't care about that. <laughs> I'm not going to say I, was, I would physical touch anyone, but like. Really? I didn't if know If I were in that date mm-hmm. three years ago, mm-hmm. it would have been very different. <laughs> Um, like I, didn't know I would that have you're... been like fiending for like hold my hand or like oh my god I would have for sure kissed him at some point at that in yeah on that date but like I I don't know I feel like now like those these lips are reserved for <laughs> someone I don't know I just have to be really like I have to like you in order to want to do that now um yeah that was not your mentality when you first started talking to Jason. You're like, I'm going to go over Wait, to his house. <laughs> hold on. I really did like him, though. Like, he okay. He is someone that I was head over heels for. Okay. And, like, okay. that I could see myself being with. I guess, like, my answer to it is, like, if I can see myself in a relationship with you or, like, okay, I, I really do like you, um, I would want to do that with you. But, like... Uh, I didn't really see myself like fully in for this guy so to me I was like "Mm, I don't really I don't know you know I'm not attracted to you in that way he he's very he's very handsome but even then like I I didn't see myself like wanting to do that you know okay yeah so that's your what did you always know that about yourself when it came to physical touch um that That, I want to reserve it yeah Oh, that you want, that you don't like it, that it's not important, that it's not a high, uh, not high on the love language scale. Did you always know that? No. I'm trying to think of my love languages like a couple years ago, and I think mm-hmm. it was definitely not last. If anything, okay. it was like third or fourth, but over time, it's dropped. Um, I don't know why. I, I really don't know why, probably because I'm not as hormonal. I don't know. <laughs> Let me go ask the doctor. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I think my physical touch I've learned is up there, not past quality time or acts of services, but it's definitely up there when it comes to uh, like an SO. Okay. So not, not in friends. You don't have to touch me if we're friends. Um, but in an SO, like I do like physical touch. And then for me, like when I do go on dates where um, like the guys in my house or whatever, then it makes like physical touch more accessible. And then therefore I, we, yeah, therefore that happens. And then it blurs my, it, I think it blurs my mind of like, oh, we're more compatible physically than like in conversation. So therefore I now have to actively like, <laughs> 
say, okay, let's meet outside. Let's meet at optimism. Let's meet at a coffee shop. And like, um, and I think that's how I want to do my dates moving forward too. Like, that's what I've learned. Okay. Okay. Um, and then when it comes to these dates, like whether you're like swiping or like talking to them, like, are there any, like, are there any like apparent green, yellow, red flags that you've seen in these guys? Um, I think like if I'm just swiping. Yeah. Oh. Um, I will say no if a guy clearly doesn't put a lot of effort into his profile because it tells me that he's not super invested in Hinge. He's not looking for anything very serious. Um, so I'll probably say no Mm. to that. Something else is probably like if you have too many drinking pictures, like with your friends and you're holding a bottle of Henny, (laughs) I will say no to that. That is my own preference Mm -hmm. though. Like, I don't know. So so I, there's definitely girls out there that will be like, Ooh, that's what I'm into. Um, yeah, I think also if, I I think really like your prompts are so important. Like if you are too serious, like one time I saw this guy talking about like poetry and like drinking wine and all these poets that I had no idea what he was talking about. And I was like, okay, we're not compatible. Yeah. <laughs> but question, yeah. something that I've realized, um, I think guys tend to swipe on pictures or they tend to like pictures or comment on pictures. They don't comment on prompts unless my prompts are dumb. But like, what do you think is, have you recognized? <laughs> Cause I I've actively recognized that, but like, and even if the prompts are so like open-ended, like <laughs> they rather just like a picture. Mm. I don't, but for me, I actually don't, I rarely like a picture. I always go for the prompt. I, I rarely like pictures. Yeah. Too. Unless like, I'm feeling like a low uh, yeah. kind of day. I'm just lazy. But other than that, I'll definitely, like, respond to a prompt um, and not just like a prompt either. Like, I'll respond to it. Um, What I've noticed on my profile is I definitely get a lot more likes on my pictures, but I wouldn't say I get, like, I don't get a ton of interactions with my prompts. Um... I would say it's probably like 40% mm-hmm. prompts, 60% pictures. That adds up to like 90. <laughs> 40, 40 and 60. Okay. Okay. Let me do my math. <laughs> That's going to kill her. Okay. 60% yeah. pictures, 40% prompts. Yeah. Sorry. This is why I'm not in finance. <laughs> That's why. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think we agree, like the green flags that we see when it comes to just like talking to people are just like, it has to be back and forth questions, which is, and then red flags, literally, if they don't ask any questions, it's like, what do you expect to talk about? Um, and Mm -hmm. our yellow flags are like, how are you doing? Like when it got to that point in the conversation where they're like, how's your Saturday? Like, then it's, yeah, I I think. Okay, that will be a yellow flag in the beginning, mm. and it will graduate into a red flag if it's really Repetitive. just yeah. a huge piece of 
the conversation. Like, then I'll be like, okay, this is not compatible. For sure. So in the scope of dating, are there any other questions or comments that you want to make with like your dating life? Or in my dating life? Um, not really. Let's do the other question. Um, okay. So what has been things that you learned about yourself from dating about yourself or about dating? And I know we touched upon (laughs) this like somewhere earlier too. So feel free to repeat or what else? Okay. So I think about myself probably, and I, I talked a little bit about this, but over the years, it was like a flip of the switch where like I decided that my time is really valuable and I need to stop wasting my time with guys that I, I don't see anything long-term with and getting suckered into these year long relationships, Mm. wasting years of my life um, with someone that I don't see a future with. And during those years, like knowing that every day, Ouch! it's such a horrible feeling. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like you're in the day-to-day and (sighs) you're unhappy that day and you're like, oh, why am I with you? I'm wasting my time. And that's not just like a – I feel like when you know that and you're unhappy in that stage of a relationship, it's a really common thought. And it – you think about it all the time. At least I did. Um, And it's really tiring. It's draining to know that you're wasting your time. And so now that I'm single and I'm in my mid-20s, I all of a sudden am being really, really intentional about not doing that to myself anymore. Um, And that was a really big blocker when I first joined online dating. The biggest hesitation I had was that I didn't trust myself to not get suckered into Mm. that again um, and waste another year or two of my life. And so for a really long time, I was like, oh, I'm going to stay off of it. I I don't know if I can do it. Um, But now, like, I definitely realized that, like, uh, I I don't want to waste my time anymore. Time is valuable in relationships with my friends. You've got to be intentional to fix these things, too. Um, And, yeah, about, uh, about dating. Um, I commend you first. I commend you on that thought to just like sort of switch that mindset and be like, I'm going to take action on this. Like, I know it's going to be like, okay, I wasted a year, but like, I think one, like you're happier and two, like now you really do have full control of your time and you don't owe anyone your time. Um, so that actually is a very big shift. And then do wait, did this happen during quarantine? Like was quarantine impacted by this or how did that thought come about? Um, I don't know if it happened during mm-hmm. quarantine, but I don't think quarantine was it? had like impacted it. But I think, I think just since my last relationship, I realized that, yeah. dude, I just wasted another okay. year. You know, I wasted two years before that. That's three years of my mm-hmm. life. I could have been single, working on myself, having fun doing what I wanted to do without like you know, having the burden of not burden, but just like someone weighing me down that I knew I didn't have a future with. 
Mm. Um, okay. Which is really tiring okay. for both of us, not just for me, but for my SO too, yeah. you know? Okay. Um, I, what was the, what was the other part of your question? No, no, no. I just asked <laughs> quarantine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then. Definitely. So I think the other part I wanted to add to that is it was a shift in my mindset. Um, but like I said, like I was definitely super scared to get back into dating um, because I was scared that I had this mindset, but, you know, I'll get pulled back into it or like, uh, you know, I, I won't be able to resist or something, um, which is a horrible thing if you think about it, because you know that this is what you should be doing for sure now, right? Like, I know, like, this is the mindset I want to apply to my life. And to jump back into it, you're gonna, it's, it's gonna be a really tough another one or two years. So I really had to be super intentional about it. Um, telling myself, like, reminding myself all the time, like, okay, like, don't do this, like, don't get suckered into it. You gotta, you know, not waste your time. You're 24 now. Yeah. It, it's a really intentional thing to do. It's definitely not like really easy or anything. I think it's so much harder if there's actually like, you know, a guy that is funny and like fits some of the bills, but like not all of them, but like, it's so, it's so hard to be like, okay, no, like we, I can't stop seeing yeah. So um, that's hard. That's hard, especially if there's like a real yeah. person there and that you have to like push them away. Cause they're not like, the one like they fit like the nice capability they fit the nice check the boxes but like not all of them and it's just like making that effort like okay I'm I have to stop talking to you because it won't go anywhere long term if I know what I want um yeah yeah and then I think a few the I think I've said this but like the big things that I've learned about dating is like I didn't know that I was so attached to someone or so excited or like dramatic or like so in <laughs> love with someone <laughs> I didn't know that about myself like you were such a romantic yeah, uh, yeah and then I get attached to people so easily I don't get were you not like did you not like act this way in your when like someone else was courting you when someone else was what or courting you like your previous oh. boyfriends like when you were like getting to know them and stuff I don't it's been so long. <laughs> it's been so long that I don't remember but I, I I don't remember how the beginning worked when like it was a shift from like oh we're friends and now we're like something more but like just the idea that I could be so attached to a stranger as well like I don't even know you but like I really like talking to you. I don't know. I get really excited. You know that I get really hyped and have all these thoughts in my head. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I think it's exciting. It's also dangerous. So that's something that I remind myself all the time. Um, Question. So I think you and I are both extreme romantics out of our freak. entire friend group. We are, we love, you and I romanticize things. And to me, for me, like, I don't want to do that. It, I, I build this idea of what I think we could be, what I think he would do for mm. me and how he would act in a relationship. Um, which in the end, 
might not be true. It probably isn't true. Um, and I tell myself that I should cut it all out. But I know that it's just a part of who I am, right? Mm -hmm. Like a part of me is always going to be someone who romanticizes things. And so I guess Mm. like, what do you do to balance it? Like balancing knowing that this is a part of who I am and I'm okay with that, but I'm going to limit myself up to X point in order to protect myself. I love that question and I love how we both relate to it. I think for me, um, it's one, reminding myself to take it slow. Like I don't have to do all, like all three dates in one week. Like I don't have to see you Saturday and Sunday. Like, let me remind myself to take it slow. And two, what I've learned is I need to bring people in with me. Like I need to bring my friends in with me to like, so that when I say it out loud, I know when I sound crazy, like that I can't I can't I don't I don't think you should do the dating thing alone like no one should if you if that's a choice like bring your friends along in your dates and how you feel about this person and like they'll keep you accountable and like the way like you you have to process these dates like you can't just mindlessly go on dates or else that's going to be a waste of your time like you have to understand okay what did I like from this person what did I not like what how did I feel during this date like so even though we know, or even though I know I'm going to romanticize and like think about all these things. And that is totally okay to like slow myself down. It's like one, take it slow and two, bring people in. What about you? Yeah. Be intentional. Um, I don't think I have a super Mm. solid answer because it's something that I'm still struggling with. Um, but (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I, I, I am so bad about this. But I think just telling yourself all the time, reminding yourself. Um, I really think daily affirmations, like, are really helpful. Um, like, even, like, seeing things on Instagram where you follow those, like, accounts that have, like, daily affirmations is, is really mm-hmm. impactful because reminding yourself all the time is, is going to make a difference. Um, but yeah, that's probably the best advice I have right now. I'm glad that I'm glad that has helped (laughs) you. Yeah. For me, it's like bringing you into every, all my dates. (laughs) (laughs) I think, um, for me last night I had to journal and actually ask myself questions while I journal, which was very helpful, right? Like currently I'm enamored, I'm enamored by this guy. So I had to ask myself, okay, like, what do I like about him? What do I not like about him? And be super honest with myself and just like word vomit and just like process those things and be like, okay, like, where do I actually see this going? Or like, what is this? And like being really realistic about all of this. Um, but journaling just helps me like process those thoughts and asking myself questions helps me process those thoughts. Um, so at least I'm not like mindlessly just going through like dates. Yeah, really? I think like, journaling is so helpful like (laughs) it's really one of the best ways I found to like process your feelings um and it's one way like to do it without feeling Mm. guilty about like oh I'm gonna talk to my friends about this for five hours um and holding that guilt I think a lot of the times 
like at least I hold the guilt of like oh, I don't waste I don't want to mm. waste my friend's time like I don't want to sound like a record player oh. or like a broken record um so journaling is seriously like guilt-free like venting yeah. definitely recommended yeah, yeah it's a good way uh to mm-hmm. to check in with yourself um yeah but dude I sound like a broken record I'm like did I tell you he's cute so do I okay (laughs) um so over like I guess these few months right like has your and I know you mentioned this earlier too but like how has the viewpoint of online dating or dating changed um from your perspective like I think I actually never imagined myself on online dating like come to think of it like I never actually thought about this like people make hinge and people make bumble and people make tinder and I'm like okay like I wonder what the dating scene in college is like on, on apps, right? Like, do you see them in your classroom? Like, is it really easy? Do, did people use online date on online apps during college? I don't even know. Yeah, you do. I think. Yeah. We don't know, but um, yeah. Yeah. So I never saw myself online dating. Now I do want to say that it is normal. Like I, I'm encouraging people to do it. Like I think sometimes the feeling of like, I did, I did have that feeling of like, dude, you're so desperate. Like, you're now making a profile for yourself. Like, um, so I did have that thought initially, but then I think I recognized one, like knowing yourself self-worth before you're going into making this profile. Um, and mm-hmm. one, like, yeah. So knowing your self-worth, making a profile, like know that it's not out of desperate. It's just like the only way we can meet people right now. Um, and so I do encourage a lot of my friends to make one. And I think it is a healthy way to meet people. And it is right now probably the only way to like, actually expand your pool outside of your friends. So um, Mm -hmm. I encourage it. I think it's about like the part of like being really vulnerable, Mm -hmm. like saying like, shoot, I, I'm looking for Uh, that. So I'm going to make a profile to sell myself. Um, which is a weird thought. Um, so overcoming that, but I think like even, even just like meeting someone, um, like you also get to experience like building new skills, um, building a network. If it doesn't work out, you met someone cool that like, you know, now you know them. Um, and it might be helpful down the line. Uh, stuff like that learning how to have a conversation Mm -hmm. with strangers uh, which is I think in my opinion like a really important skill to have I had a question so do you think dating has affected your self-esteem because I do think that when I'm building a profile right I want to show the best version of myself I want these fun prompts even though I like Netflix and chill (laughs) I'm not going to talk about that because that's not too attractive right like I want to show the best version of myself, the best angle, the best lighting, the best, uh, like, prompts. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can't help but think that that does affect my self-esteem. And when the cute guy that I liked a week ago did it like me back, not that I even remember their name, um, <laughs> I think it does affect my self-esteem a bit. So I wanted to – yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely it does. Um, because you think like, I literally put the pictures I thought I looked the best in and I 
put time into building a profile about myself to portray myself the best that I think I could. And this guy didn't like it. Um, and I think in the beginning and even now, like sometimes it, it stings. Um, and you're like, wow, guess not everyone likes me, <laughs> but like, I, I think everyone has their own preferences. Um, like I personally have a type. Oh, we know. And you... <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's like, don't take offense. And don't take offense when it doesn't work out either. Uh, so it, it, yeah. Just yeah. learning to accept it. I think it is hard though. Like, mm-hmm. mm, yeah, self-esteem is a really hard one. I also would, I caveat going into dating this, making a profile and hinge stuff. Like I caveat with like, okay, if it takes a toll on my self-esteem where I'm like checking the app a lot and like, getting disappointed by like not seeing those numbers I want to delete it like I want my friends to tell me to delete it I want to delete it give myself a break like and yeah like I I haven't recognized that point yet but maybe after right, I've literally been on this this dating world for like seven months seven months I didn't even know it was that long until right now um yeah <laughs> so said so maybe I will I don't know, give myself a break in the near future. But yeah, that's something. Gosh, dating apps. Yeah. Um, okay. So viewpoint on dating slash men over the years. Why don't you answer first? I feel like I've been answering first. Of men. How has it changed? So I remember saying dating like, um, I remember when I was, in college, like, I was, like, I've never been on dates before, I've never been on first dates, like, I don't know how they go, like, all the, all the guys, all the guys that I've dated, I trust really instantane, I, I trust them really quickly, because they were my, they were my friends first, right, um, what I've learned through this process is, like, okay, Stacy, don't trust them completely during the first few times that you're meeting, you don't have to tell them everything, or you don't have to share everything, right, and, because they don't deserve to know like all of you yet. They will down the line, but not like in the beginning. So um, I had to switch my mind. I had to switch my, like how I view guys that way. I think first I've always viewed them as so trustworthy and like nice. Cause they're my friends, but really like no one owes you anything on a first date. Um, and I think one thing that I also recognize more now as we're older I think we're older. Um, manners <laughs> play a really large role for me. Like how this guy, how, like what is the mannerism of this guy on a first date? Like, like the basics of did they open the door? Did they pay when they went to go get water? Mm. Did they get me water as well or ask? Or um, like, did they check their phone? Did they like how they greet me or and how they talk to other people? Like, the guys that I've been on a date with, okay, this was one thing that came to mind, but like, and it's probably so little people just think it's cringe, but it's like, you're walking on the sidewalk and you know, they like push you in. So then they're standing on the outside so that the car will come and hit them first. Like both of my in-person dates have done that. And like, I was like, wow, that's so sweet. Like both wow. of them, I, I actually, gave, yeah. What? <laughs> um, so that was actually like, 
I don't know, very sweet. But mannerism now, like, I think plays a larger role. Like, I think about it a lot more in a guy. Hmm. Why do you think you value it? I think it's, like, I think it reflects, um, one, like, your values. I think it reflects how you treat your family and your friends and your your SO. Um and I think it's a part of growing up, like be mature, act, be respectful. Um, and like, I do believe in like loving people and like loving strangers and loving your neighbors. So that plays a role in that. Um, and it's something that I want yeah. to like show to, I want to show, like, I want to be a person that's also like nice to strangers and friends and family. So um, if I expect that of myself, like I expect that of them as well. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say it's probably because you are that way. So, like, you want your SO to be yeah. that way as well. How we grew up. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what about you? <laughs> um, viewpoint on dating is one, time is valuable for everyone. So, don't want to waste my time, like I said before. Um, I think on top of that, I just realized more of what I want from a relationship. Um, and that just comes with experience. Um, for example, like I think about my friends that are in long-term relationships and, uh, like I'm personally someone that wants someone more experienced, Mm. probably older because I'm not the type of person to want to teach my SO too much. Um, I'm someone that will not really ask for help um, Mm. when I need it. And so I need someone that has the experience, not just in relationships, but with people to recognize like, okay, Adrian is struggling. Let me jump in. Um, That's a good one. Versus, I'm already struggling and I have to tell you to help me. Um, That's really tiring for me personally. Um, But I also see my friends in relationships like happy talking about marriage where they're okay teaching. Um, They're okay spending the time to tell them, hey, like I need help right Mm -hmm. now um, and walk them through that journey. Um, and so I realized, you know, like everyone wants different things. Um, and so like, uh, just building like my list of, you know, this is probably what I need from an SO, which is one for me, someone older and probably more experienced. Yeah. That's a good one. That is a really good one. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. (laughs) Um, I think the equivalent of mine of like what you've learned about yourself is like um, I am big with like processing my own thoughts with I'm big on like processing my thoughts with someone. Um, So I think what mine would be like this (laughs) besides questions, there's like, like actually like hearing what I'm saying and like understanding and then like, just sitting and being okay with just talking. Like, I think, ooh, you're frozen. You're frozen. Oh. <laughs> you cannot. Okay, you're okay, unfrozen me too. Um, 
So I think that's something that I've learned about myself too, where, and I think okay. in my previous relationships, that wasn't important. Like, I don't know what happened, where, what did I talk about with them? But like, it wasn't so much like my thoughts. I just have no idea how we pass the time talking. But like now I truly do love processing thoughts with my friends. Um, and the best nights that I remember is just like staying up talking and like, I don't know, and doing things, but like, like more so like talking and sharing. So um, that's a really, having yeah, that's a really big part. Yeah. Like, I think like before, like in relationships, like, I think in my long distance relationship, it was just like, what are you doing? What God, it's so boring. How was your day? Do we just, what is your dinner? <laughs> and I'm like, why was I okay with that? Yeah, like, we're just, like, studying together quietly. I mean, that's good, spending time. But, like, at the end of the day, did, we like, did we, like, talk about our thoughts? Yeah, did I share my thoughts? Like, I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. And then, so in the gist of online dating, um, what are some advice that you would have or how about like for your future self, like in five months or actually, I don't know, five months. Is... <laughs> five months. Is yeah. That's not months. a long time. Um, <laughs> I guess just like advice around online dating. Um, advice around online dating. I think one, the main thing is, don't be scared about it. It might be intimidating, um, but it really is an experience and you learn so much about yourself, but also about what kind of people are in the world. Um, I think one of the biggest things I've realized about online dating after online dating is that there are so many different types of guys mm-hmm. And there are so many high quality guys. Really? Where are like, they? So, <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll let you know when they swipe on me. <laughs> Fair. But like, there are so many guys that you know come from good areas, went to good schools, have a solid job, um, and the ones that I've actually talked to, like, they're good guys. Um, they treat their families well. Um, when I talk to them, they put in the effort, they're sweet. Um, so they're out there. I think it really gave me hope. Uh, before that I felt a little bit hopeless, um, with men in general. Um, but I think that was one of a, a huge positive that I got from like joining online dating. Um, so don't be scared. Uh, it's, really a great experience you learn a lot of skills you learn people skills dating skills um it's okay to be vulnerable once in a while as long as you know you protect yourself to some certain extent um but it's okay to be vulnerable create your profile um like tell people about yourself um yeah what about you I know I'm take one before that that, those are really those are really good like advice. I hope we stay true to that. Um, And with each experience, like, I remember going on my first, the really bad date. And I hated myself, like for a few days after that. But definitely like looking back, like that was a good first date and like, a learning date for my second date, right? Like, that is what I've learned about myself. So really taking every date as like, okay, what did I learn about myself? Like, 
it is self it is selfish to think that but like you're owning this experience because it's going to be yours um and I think on the on the idea that we fantasize and like romanticize the person right um I think just focusing on on more like shorter term like okay let's not think a week in advance let me think like just take it day by day. And that's something that I remind myself too, like taking it day by day, taking it tomorrow. Like we might not talk tomorrow, but like not thinking so far in advance or letting my mind think so far in advance. Um, and then <laughs> I think YouTube is a great resource for just like listening to other people's <laughs> dating experiences or like learning from them. Um, Cause sometimes you're not talking to your friends about it, or maybe your friends haven't processed all of those thoughts. Right. But like, <laughs> people on YouTube have, and there's a lot of different perspectives on there. Um, So whether that's like, you know, the love doctor, or I like to go to Tiffany Dawn, like, they just have different, like, dating perspectives, and you can take what you like to hear. Um, The one that I've religiously taken is just like safety first, like get your safety down, like that's all you should think about on your first date. And then afterwards, you can start thinking about the real long-term stuff, but like, seriously, it's safety first and like have fun on your dates. Like don't think of it as, um, Mm -hmm. as a chore or anything, but just like have fun, whether that's like learning about someone else, like you said, learning new skills. Um, but dating should be fun, right? Like dating, (laughs) I tell myself this as a question, but should dating be fun? I think, (laughs) yeah, dating should be a fun thing. Um, so I think that's something that I want to carry on. We should have fun swiping, even though it gets tiring. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Um, Okay. Anything else? Okay. Um, No, I think we had a lot of good content (laughs) and advice for our listeners out there. Okay. So do we have a sponsor? (laughs) This video was sponsored to you by Hydro Flask. Drink it and drink water. <laughs> Make it cold. Sponsored by Plants. Amazon. Thank you for giving us the laptop. Ooh, thank you yes. for uh, Amazon Plants <laughs> and Alexa News for sponsoring our um, speakers today. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Thank you. We have to say it at the same time. One, two, three. Bye. Bye. Same time. I did say it. No, it was different. One, two, three. Bye. Bye.